You're listening to Great Big Talk, a multidisciplinary creative conference and podcast series for inspiring the next generation of artists and entrepreneurs. Today, we'd like to introduce you to a national award-winning choreographer and dance studio founder, Howard Washington. You've got the right side of your brain, which is this creative aspect of your life, which they said, the more sun, the more fun, the more beauty this side of your brain gets, the better it operates. No matter the access that some people have, they only want to do what they're good at. I said, whoa, okay. And then I learned on this side, I'm so set in my ways, I don't want to try new things. Caught your shot, happened. So you know what I said? Okay, I'm going to perfect me. Because if I'm me, and I learn how to master me, I'm me no matter where I go. So I knew I had to get rid of my old self so my new self could live. How crazy is that in life that you can be something at heart, but because of the outside world, you assume that you're this. I'm trying to tell you, as creatives, as entrepreneurs, as people having battle within yourself, at the end of that battle is a beautiful version of yourself that the world needs to see. First and foremost, such an honor to be in front of you. Uh, when I tell you time is so precious and just for you to give me a little bit of yours, I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, so I'm Howard Washington. But you can call me H. What I need everyone to do is take two fingers and go like this, right at me. Thank you, hands down. It's the dualities of me, and also that's peace, okay? So I'm Howard Washington, but I'm also H. I'm from Akron, Ohio. Anybody from Akron here? Hey, let's get it. I'm from Akron, Ohio, and when I talk about the dualities of myself, I'm gonna talk about the love, the hate, the battles, the wars, and I'm with all those battles. Uh, I'm the result of all of that. Um, come from Akron, Ohio, grew up in the inner city, but also my parents moved me to a place uh, on the north side of Akron called Dayton Street, which if I went out my front door, I would go into suburban Akron. I went out my back door, went into the, the hood, really want to call it that. Inner city. So me being funny, I said I lived in the herbs. <laughs> right? So that's your first form of duality. I see both. I played basketball. Now I don't think that um I don't think that uh has any type of color but it has a stigma to it. So I played basketball and I played baseball. You guys see it? Yeah. Are you guys starting to see it? Yeah. So before I go further, this is Rose Lisak. Can you guys clap it up for her? This is Marquise Williams. Can you guys clap it up for her? Can you guys step forward? I need you to hold up two again. How many people do you see? Oh, you guys got it. Two people, right? Yeah. Well, three, including me, right? But you see two. Uh, hold up two again. Two styles of dance you're going to see. Hip hop. Contemporary. Okay. 
Hold up two again. It's the right side of my brain. It's the left side of my brain. Hold up two again. Inner city, suburban. Okay. So what you're going to see is something so organic. And you're going to see them move. They're going to move to everything that I'm going to say. It's not choreographed. But hold up two again. You're like, my damn arm hurts. <laughs> Hands down. I'm going to cover the two types of learners. Visual and auditory. So you're going to hear me talk, but also you're going to see them move. So, and I was right in the middle, and it was the herbs. I played baseball, and what else did I play? Basketball. Absolutely. And then I had two friends. Two brothers, Adrian and Brandon. Adrian is my best friend, still present to this day. I've known him since first grade. Brandon rests his soul. Motorcycle accident. But he taught me how to dance. He said, I'm going to teach you how to glide. And I said, huh, what's that? He said, well, take off your shoes. We got to get into the kitchen with the socks. And I'm like, OK. So he taught me how to glide. And then he was like, I'm going to, uh, I got this VHS. It's Mr. Wiggles. And uh, he does something called tutting. And I was like, that's pretty cool. But you know, I'm a baseball player and I'm a basketball player. You know, I'm going to go to college for both of those things. And I go to high school for that. I went to Akron North High School. My school was extremely diverse. And it was not so much diverse in a multiplicity of cultures, but it was diverse in wealth and poverty. The struggle united us, no matter our color. The struggle united us. And so coming up through all of that, I'm like, OK. I'm in the middle of it all. My friends would say, hey, come play basketball. And I'm like, well, I need to play baseball. And I'd say, hey, how about you come play baseball with me? They say, nah, I don't play baseball. No matter the access that some people have, they only want to do what they're good at. And I said, whoa, OK. And then I learned on this side, I'm so set in my ways, I don't want to try new things. I said, whoa, OK. So I figured out, me in the middle, I'm willing to try new things. I'm willing to take risks. Wouldn't that sound like an entrepreneur to you? Yeah, I'm willing to take risks. And I'm willing to try new things. But this new people up there. <laughs> uh, and this new venture that I'm looking at is called dance, street dance. You know, and I was young. Of course, I liked Michael and uh, James Brown. And I did all that. But really, I focused in on sports. Because coming where I'm from, that's how you're going to make it out. Or you sell drugs. Didn't want to do that. <laughs> uh, so I played basketball. I was really good at that. I then moved on to Lake Erie College. I was recruited to Lake Erie College for baseball. And I said, you know what? I think I'm getting good at this stuff. So let me go to college. My father, he battled dualities as well. He's actually 17 years sober. Can we clap it up for him? He battled loving people and loving himself. And then he had to remedy it in the middle. So as I continue my journey on, on to Lake Erie College, 
I recognized I wanted to be loved and I wanted to be liked as well. So I started to recognize that I just loved being loved. And so once I got to college and I was forced to college, now when I say that, like, how are you forced to college? Where usually there's this lovely path of college in the sense of you have this senior, you know, this senior year, that's phenomenal. You have this graduation party, all your family brings you these nice envelopes with all this money, and you go on. And they wish you well. And then for like the first month or all four years, you get that care package from your family. <laughs> I wanted to have a senior year party or my graduation party, shall I say. My father was the breadwinner. He went on a drug binge at that point in time. So it was tough. I said I was over Akron. I'm ready to go to Painesville. My friends are like, what? Where's that at? And they're like, you're going to Lake Erie College? Isn't that all girls? I'm like, no, they changed it. They changed it. They changed it. Um, and they're like, are you going for basketball? Because you're phenomenal. I'm going for baseball. And they're like, really? So that day, my father didn't show up, but friends showed up. We didn't have anything. We didn't have no cake. We didn't have no ice cream. We didn't have anything. We had each other. So all my friends and all my family got all their canned goods together, got all their ramen noodles, and we, I left that day. I left that day, went to Lake Erie College. Didn't look back. I'm out of here. Now, granted, again, high school is great. 3.3 accumulative, that's pretty good, would you say, for an athlete? I was all city uh, in sports, baseball and basketball. I tried cross country. I ended up being all city. My legs killed me. Can you guys tell I ran cross country? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but once again, I started to battle two sides of me. So I was catching myself going to college, and once I got there, I still wanted to be in Akron. So it's like I could not figure out how to make a commitment. So I knew I had to get rid of my old self so my new self could live. Yeah. So that's when Howard and H started to have these battles. So it's like, I had to learn that some friends, they, they want you to do good, but not better than them. I started to recognize sometimes your success make people reflect on themselves. So with that being said, I'm on my way to college and I'm there. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do? I go into arts and design, and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. Nah, but there was a teen club in Akron called the Boot Scootin' Saloon that I used to go to. <laughs> and I would dance the night away, and that saved me. And so that thing, remember that back in the day, they showed me how to glide, and again, I continued to do these little dance moves. I never thought it was gonna take over or save my life. I thought sports was going to be it. The whole time, culture shock happened. So you know what I said? Okay, I'm going to perfect me. Because if I'm me, and I learn how to master me, I'm me no matter where I go. So I tried this rapping career too. So I said something. I said, college I got upset, and I'm so major than all of that. So I studied myself and became my own subject. It's pretty cool, yeah? It's pretty good. In, the, in present day, they say, that's a bar. 
Okay? So, even though I was waking up and embracing differences, doesn't mean everyone around me was. So I was different. So I started to catch myself not being accepted by rural and suburbia in college, nor the hood. I wasn't hood enough. They say, you know the color of your skin? I said, yeah, I've been living in it all my life. I think I do. So you're, they're like, this is how you should act. I'm like, no, you're not going to tell me how I should act based off what I look. That's not it. Mm -mm. So they would walk past my dorm because, again, I was a dancer still at heart, and I didn't even know it. How crazy is that in life that you can be something at heart, but because of the outside world, you assume that you're this. So it's almost like an identity crisis. So you've got to do some inner work and some reflection. Yeah, those bees are vicious today. I thought you were dancing with it. It's okay. <laughs> so I started to just accept me, who I am, the differences. And so then I found Lisa Decato, Chris DiCello, Tim McCarthy, Sue Dreisler. None of them were my age. They were all older. Those were my friends in college. I had friends, but those were my mentored friends. I mean, I caught myself hanging around with them because <laughs> they had wisdom. I was in a safe place where I can figure out who I am and get some understanding. So I just started asking a bunch of questions and started to get around a lot of people. That's all I was doing. I was an explorer. I needed to figure out what was going on in this world and why were people so different? Why were they so separated? Why, when we went inside of the cafeteria, these people sat over here, these people sat over here, and I was right in the middle of it all. And they both lived in me. So I'm saying, okay, I asked these questions to older people. They had no answer. They said, you know what, Howard? Sometimes you just have to learn to let go and let people be them and pray and hope that they'll find peace within themselves. I said, Wow. <laughs> and so I took that mantra and said, I'll do that. My grandma passed away in 2004. I got pissed off. I was angry. Then I got kicked off the basketball team. Actually, I just didn't make the team. I thought I was going to make the team because when you go to college or you go somewhere where there's amazing people, you're not the only amazing one there. So you got to go to your next level. Hence how my business is called Elevated, right? You got to go to the next level of your life. So I, I got sent home. So that setback was only a setup for me to go to the next level. I mean, I went home and it was push-ups, it was dancing, it was everything. I just wanted to upgrade myself. Lake Erie College has this small studio. I caught myself in there dancing constantly. So I started to learn how to express myself because sometimes when I talk, because I couldn't figure out how to articulate myself accordingly or I couldn't figure out how to express myself, so dance started to become my expression. I started to learn how to move. And that's when I went to my academic advisor and said, I want to be a dance major. She said, okay, Howard. They said, well, you know we don't have hip hop here. I said, huh? <laughs> so what they did was they made me an individualized major where they started to reach out to everyone in Cleveland to try to circle around me to give me the best hip hop dance experience ever. And they did a good job with that. I met some awesome people. I learned how to dance, but my favorite genre that I started to respect was contemporary. Don't ask me about ballet. You don't want to see me in any type of ballet costume. You don't want to see that. But I started to love contemporary. It was such an expressional art form. 
There was beauty in it. The turns. The leaps. They're amazing. But I also had this anger inside of me, this aggression where I wanted to pop. Yeah, I wanted to do these aggressive things. So I said, all of that's in me. All of it's in me. So I said, what if there's a kid out there that wants to do both? They said, well, Howard, there's dance studios and whatnot. I said, okay, so let me dive more into the art. They said, but you know what? There's something called the starving artist, so why would you ever want to go into dance? Got the right side of your brain, which is this creative aspect of your life, which they said, the more sun, the more fun, the more beauty this side of your brain gets, the better it operates. Then it's this analytical side, like to hide, like to be tucked away somewhere, calculating, analyzing, very analytical. I said, I'm both. I'm a creative entrepreneur. So I started to coin it. I said, that's what I am. So basketball, I took what I learned out of there and started to apply it, which was drive determination. Every time we ran, I wanted to be the first one finished. Anytime we needed an extra practice, I wanted to be the first one there. That was me. So I started to take everything I learned throughout my entire journey and started to put into creative entrepreneurship. So what I did was I created a program called Hip. PE, because what I recognize is in inner city Cleveland, sometimes the dancers struggle, I mean, sometimes they struggle with inner city, for sure struggles with health, awareness, confidence, self-esteem, and just showing up to school ready to learn. And so Sue Dreisler put me with Tim McCarthy, and we started to create a program called Hit PE, then I pitched it to ICANN schools. And I piloted for six months. And believe it or not, they said, Howard, we're going to give you, because we love you, and we love what you do as a creative entrepreneur, we're going to give you a salary with full benefits. For me to call my mom and tell her that, coming out of college, I haven't even crossed that stage yet. I said, whoa. And then I had another decision come. All right, Howard, do you want to? Go join the Scream team with the Cavs because we see you. We think you're good. Or do you want to go into ICANN schools and work as a TA but also fulfill our BE requirements? I was torn because I love dance. I love expressing myself. But I said, you know what? That starving artist moment was, was tough. And I said, how could I ever be the example or help my city or help anybody if I don't have it myself. So I went and I started to stack a lot of money because I knew there was going to be a dancer that was going to run into the same problem as me. So from there, I continued on. I started to work at Lakeshore dancing gymnastics while having my one bedroom apartment and it was just awesome. I'm like, you guys got a hip hop program? They're like, nah. I said, I got you, I'll take care of it. So I started to work at a suburban dance studio. It was amazing. I did 10 years there, 10 years. I gave, I can't school is nine years. But then I started to recognize there's another problem. What will the dancer do that wants to come out of college and doesn't want to go to LA? They want to stay home. 
So I created Elevated. I then blossomed and I went to a whole nother level. I elevated my life, elevated my existence, elevated who I am as a person. And dance was just a vehicle for me to meet all of you, for me to meet so many other dancers, for me to meet them. And throughout all those dualities, I was the result of everything that I went through in my life. And I'm trying to tell you, as creatives, as entrepreneurs, as people having battle within yourself, at the end of that battle is a beautiful version of yourself that the world needs to see. And with that being said, I thank you guys so much for having me. My name is Howard Washington. Great talk, thank you so much. Howard Washington, everybody. Howard, thank you so much for being here.